0: Welcome back to the Church Brand Guide Podcast. This is Michael Prasad. I'm glad you're here with me today, and I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate it very much when you rank this podcast on iTunes. Uh, I've been hearing from several people that the podcast has been very helpful. And I really appreciate the uh, just the feedback on that so that we are continually able to make improvements and make the podcast as, as good as it can be over time. So thanks again for your feedback. Thanks also for rating the podcast on iTunes, which allows more people to get access to this content and help their churches uh, to reach more people and uh, make a bigger impact for the kingdom. So uh, we just got back from a trip. I, I went to California. And I was able to uh, do some consulting out there on a rebrand for a church. So we're designing their new logo and going from there and helping them just completely rebrand and and start fresh, uh, going in a more focused direction. So as a result of that, I was able to take a trip just last week and uh, take a look at their campus and what's going on. And today I wanted to share with you what I saw and some of the things that, um, we're going to be working on. So I think the case study will be extremely helpful to, to many churches out there because uh, you might be doing some of the same things um, and then you're able to just see some, uh, some results or at least listen to some, some, uh, some adjustments that we're going to make to get better results. Um, before I get into the conversation, I did want to mention that I've been hearing from several of you and it's been great to interact with you. Um, I connected with Ed this week. So, Ed, welcome uh, back to the podcast. I know you're a regular listener. Ed's launching a campus coming up here in January. Um, he's going to start to launch Sequence in January so that he's ready to go by 2018. So, we connected just about branding and uh, being able to work with him and help him establish a great brand right from the very beginning beginning. So uh, thanks again for reaching out, uh, those of you that have, and uh, it's been great getting the feedback from you. So in this podcast, um, let's get into our our big topic of conversation. So this church contacted me uh, several months ago, and we just kind of went through this process of uh, what would we do to help this church rebrand. So as a result of that, I came to find out that um, we we won the bid, so to speak, to help this church rebrand, and and uh, that, that was awesome to know that there was a bigger process in mind, and and then uh, we came out on top. So awesome uh, feedback for us to know that uh, we are we're kind of chosen um, out of a group of thirty other people. So we developed a relationship there, and. Um, flew out to take a look at what's going on and at the same time present a new logo that we've designed for this church. So we um, went through a logo design process, and uh, I might get into that process a little bit here on the podcast. It's, a, it's kind of a lengthy discussion that I might save for a, a complete podcast just by itself. Um, but we went through the, the design process, came up with a strong logo that we felt worked really well, uh, to to speak to the audience that this church is trying to reach and uh, the vision it has for the future. The first thing I did after landing at the San Jose airport was go meet the leadership of the church. We were able to just have a good uh, meet and greet session, and it was good, and then I was able to present the logo. But before I presented the logo, I wanted to to get the right mindset in place so that it was received well. Because the design really is focused on the audience, not necessarily on the leadership team. So that's a big deal. Uh, Church pastors and and leaders that have been in a church for a long time or that just lead a church have a great connection to the church and the culture of the church. So whenever I present a, a logo, a new logo design that's different from what they're used to, there's a lot of emotional attachment that's there and in place. So I've learned that I need to, to take that into consideration and help the the leadership of the of the church see what the purpose behind the design is. The purpose of the design is to reach people that this church is called to reach. So it's not an inward focused design of this is what we think and it's what we like. It's this is what they like. It's what connects with them our audience the people we're trying to reach and that's what the most effective logos are going to do it'll be well designed but it's going to help the church connect to the people that is is the right people for this church i presented the idea of connecting with the why before we connect with the what so if you, if you think about your brain, at the very middle is our emotions. It's the strongest feelings that we have. And as you move outward, the, then we get more logical. Uh, on the very outside part of our brains, our, our frontal lobes, it's our very logical way of thinking. Well, the thing about communicating with people is that logic doesn't stick. But the why, the emotions, are what is sticky. When you hear a message that connects with your emotions, that message stays with you. So when we're designing a logo, we want to find uh, some way that we're going to connect first with the why before we say the what. So think about it in in context of of your church. Why does your church exist? Why are you passionate enough to to create this church and, and to have people serve this church and give to this church? What would be missed if your church was gone from your community? That's the why. That's the emotional connection that people are going to run towards and, and be attracted to. The what is the fact that you are at this intersection and that you meet on Sundays at 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock and 12 o'clock. That's the What? But many times churches they communicate the what and they forget about communicating the why. Apple Computer does a great job at this. They communicate that the fact that they are different, they think different. So people line around the they, they create lines around the block to get their new products because they they can relate to the idea of thinking different. When they buy the new product, they're saying, "Hey, I I think different too." It's not just about the product and a great design or a great um, product that works. It's more about connecting with the identity behind it. So as churches, we can do the same thing. We can create a brand that people can say, yes, I'm a part of that brand. I'm a part of that. It relates to me. Uh, We just did a design for a church that, that, that goes outward and does missions work. And so when people come to this church, that's what they're saying they're they're a part of something that's greater than themselves they're going outward and helping people they're giving their finances their time to be part of something greater than themselves they're connecting with the why and it gives them a, a healthy sense of pride about being a part of this church so I went through this presentation with with the church leadership about re- really thinking about the why first and in today's generation, the why really looks like a simple question and the why this question is what's in it for me if we can if we can answer that question then we can help people connect with the church if we can tell them what's in it for me then we can help them connect with the church. In previous generations, people were more likely to say, hey, I want to be part of something, so they'll join a church. Or they're, they're saying that, hey, my dad did this and my grandfather did this, so I'm, I'm going to be part of the church too. But that way of thinking is not there any longer. People are thinking, what is in it for me? And that really connects with the why. We have to communicate the why first. So when I presented this logo, this this new design to the church leadership, I wanted them to understand that the direction of the design is really to think about the audience first. It really wasn't about their preferences. It was about the audience and and what do they like? What are they going to respond to? So once I communicated that message, then it was time to present the design and uh, the presentation went well. Everybody loved the design based on the fact that they're trying to reach people. And uh, with the design, they can see how that was being done so that it could reach people. So once I presented the logo design and we got past that conversation, I wanted to find out more about how this church did ministry. Like, how, how did this church do church? So I took a tour of the facility and they showed me around, uh, wanted to see how they laid things out, what the designs were in the different spaces and environments. I uh, wanted, wanted just to get a good understanding of how this church did ministry so that we can build a brand that, that helps to support that. Um, so I also attended the services, uh, three services on the Sunday morning, and I uh, got a good feel for the types of people that come to that church, um, the types of people that are attracted to, to this church. So that we can lean more into that as we as we create this brand, I wanted to see the ministry approach. What kind of what kind of uh, classes did they offer? Did they do small groups or Sunday school? Um, was there a lot of stuff during the week or primarily on the weekends? I just needed to get a good understanding of how this church does ministry, so that we can better support what they do as we as we create a brand moving forward. So once we had this experience of, of just going around and learning and talking with leadership to get a better picture of how the church does ministry, now I feel very confident that we can create a brand that really supports this. So we experienced the service from top to bottom, just came in uh, as a guest, and I uh, didn't let the volunteers know uh, that I was there. And I came in and just uh, sat in, experienced the service, and uh, I really enjoyed it. It was a great experience. And I just took some notes as well as I, while I was there, as I guessed, as a new person, to provide some uh, fresh perspective to this church staff and to the church leadership so they can, um, they can have some fresh eyes on things. So overall, this church was doing a really good job of just creating a great uh, experience for new people. Uh, something unique that this church did, um, it runs about 800 to 1,000 on a weekend yet they give name tags to everyone that comes to a service. So the the idea being that they want to eliminate that barrier of not knowing somebody's name. So they just ask everyone that comes onto campus to put a name tag on. So I thought that was unique, Um, hadn't seen that before personally, and uh, I thought it worked really well. I took a name tag and I felt very, very uh, engaged. People walked up to me, they used my name, and uh, it was a, a nice experience. So I thought I'd share that with you, um, something unique that I that I experienced there at, at this church when I visited. Um, so I provided some feedback. Overall, it was good. Um, I And then I took some pictures and some video of the church culture. So while I was out there, um, we want to present this church in a very genuine way as we create promotions in the future with them. So I took the opportunity to Take some photography, um, capturing the culture of the church. It's not just about the faces; it's more about what's going on. What what are people experiencing when they go to the church? Um, it was worship. It was a great culture where you're welcomed, and so we were creating these this photo library, showcasing those things. Uh, another thing you felt there was diversity. Like you could you could go there and feel like you belong. They had a great kids program. A lot of their facilities were were used for kids and uh, kids ministry. So photography and video of that area as well will help us to communicate the idea of family um, as we create new promotions in the future. So the photography was a big thing. So here, that's what I experienced. That's just kind of a, um, a, a list of what I experienced as I went out there uh, to this church for this visit. And then here's what I learned. Uh, I figured it would be helpful to share just what what I learned and how the, the type of feedback I gave to this church. So maybe you fall into some of these categories. You can use this feedback and uh, help better your experience that you might have at your church. So the feedback I gave was a very big thumbs up on diversity. Um, I thought they were great in having a, a just a, a great vibe um, about the campus as you experienced it for the first time. Uh, uh, the greeters, the uh, the ushers, the people that were serving were, were a diverse um, group racially and also uh, age-wise. There was a good diversity in older people and younger people. Um, that were serving and then it showed up that that was the same thing as as people came in that I saw uh, there was a diverse people group of people that came to the services there at that church Um, one one uh, feedback I gave was that the facility needs to be more guest friendly so there wasn't signage telling you where to go on the facility and there was multiple buildings three buildings and you just didn't have a clear idea of where to go once you got on property. So if you had kids, you didn't know exactly where to go. They had some people you can talk to and then figure out where you need to go. But even if um, somebody came and didn't talk to somebody, my pushback is that you need to have a way for people to find where they need to go and uh, not have to talk with anybody. So that, that's what a, an inviting church does. So we need, we talked about having some more signage. And uh, the paint colors on the wall was another thing that we uh, thought we could change to help the church be more inviting. Right now, they were using some dark colors that were very um, strong. So the idea was or is to lighten up the colors so that there wasn't quite a dark um, kind of feel overall. The buildings were not very big. So when the walls were dark, then it felt really enclosed on you. So the idea is to move more towards what a maybe a hotel would do. It's color and it's vibrant, but it's not quite so heavy and so dark visually. So that's one of the things we're going to work on is uh, selecting some paint colors and then moving to a more light environment so that there's more of a welcoming feel to it. So this church is headed towards multi-campus. They're getting ready to, to launch their second campus. And... Um, So they're going to have two campuses, and their goal is to have five campuses in the next 10 years. So when we experienced this church for the first time, the brand needed to support this church, this vision to replicate and create more campuses. Right now what we saw were murals painted on walls of the kids' areas that were not reproducible. Basically an artist came in and painted some murals. And they, they look fine, but th- that's not going to be something you can do in a school when they open up the new campus. So we talked about, hey, how about creating graphics that are on boards, which can then be put up into spaces on the campus, but then those graphics can then be printed on banners that can go in your other facility. So we needed to move more towards a multi-campus campus brand so that uh, things can be reproduced in multiple locations. So the, the brand itself was not very clear. Um, so the, the church logo was different. Like over the years they had a couple different designs and they never re, um, redid some of the old logos. So they, there was kind of this uh, old look and a new look happening. So we definitely wanna take care of that and create a overall new look that is reflective of the audience that they're trying to reach and um, not so much reflective of their own culture that they already have or the, their own preferences, but really focused towards the people they're trying to reach. So uh, that's one of the big things we'll be working on. So the kids' areas needed, needed to be calmed down a little bit. So visually, there was uh, it was very stimulating. A lot of things happening: uh, posters on the wall, signs, uh, words painted on the wall, uh, graphics, and, and different things happening. So we needed to calm that down uh, maybe repaint everything and just start over with a more calm palette. And then when we do produce more uh, graphics and, and imagery, it needs to be done in such a way that it can be reproduced on the other campuses. So it needs to be a graphic that can be given to a printer and then they can print and apply, apply to a wall or apply to a banner, which can then be used in different ways on, on different types of campuses. So, um, that's a great, great um, adjustments we'll, we'll be able to make in the kids areas. Uh, the culture was great. So one of the feedback we gave was that it was a great culture. People were really engaged, very friendly. So they had a good vibe happening. Um, the leadership of the church, you could just tell they they were passionate about what they were doing, and the volunteers that were there were very passionate about being there. And uh, it was a it was a great experience. So that's a great healthy environment. Where they can do a lot um, moving forward because they have great people who have a great mindset moving forward. Um, another bit of feedback is that the uh, the pastor we listened to the the message and he was very re- relational in how he presented the gospel. Um, he illustrated it well. He was funny, um, so a great communicator. And uh, when you talked with him, he was just very relational as well, and uh, just a very good thing happening from the stage. So. The fact that they're going multi-campus and doing the video uh, venue is a great thing because the pastor is a really gifted communicator and so they're gonna be able to duplicate that through video in a different area of the town. So that was great. Um, The facilities have uh, multiple buildings and overall, we kind of addressed this earlier, it was really hard to figure out where you needed to go. So once you got onto the campus, and parked your car, you weren't sure exactly which door to go into, and which building was like the main building. So what I recommend, if you have multiple buildings on a campus, uh, first of all is keep it simple. Label your buildings with a one, two, or three, or maybe an A, B, or C, something that's very simple to where people can reference a, a building number or a building letter very easily. The other thing I recommend is putting out signage that say entrance or enter here or welcome, something with a big arrow that says go this way. Um, That's one of the big things that we're gonna implement with these guys is making sure they have some nice arrows that allow people to get to the front door and know that they're in the right place and have confidence so they're not wandering around. People don't like to be wandering around. They don't wanna be identified as the new person and uh, they wanna be able to be confident about where to go. So that's something we're gonna improve on with these guys Uh, to just help them uh, be more more welcoming to to new people. So you have to have a guest mentality if you're gonna have guests. So which means you have to step back and not be a regular attender and take a look at what's going on on the campus And then have a mindset of how can you create an easier experience for the person that's never been here before. So um, overall, that's something we'll we'll, um, we'll put out there. And overall, I want to encourage you to take a look at your facilities and ask yourself, can somebody find their way to a nursery without asking any questions? Can they get to the bathroom without asking questions? Can they get to the main auditorium without having to talk to somebody to find out where that is? So if, the, if you don't have adequate signage, that's one of the first things you can do to create an environment that is welcoming to people. So uh, one of the big things that we saw that we learned while we we're there on campus is that uh, they needed to implement their branding. So the experience is consistent from the website and and to the campus. So whenever somebody visits your website, they should have a very consistent experience when um, to when they visit in person on campus. So the website should have some photography that shows the culture of what's going on. Uh, many times churches will use stock photos on their site. I recommend against that. I, I would recommend get a photographer to come out, take some photos, so when people are going on your website they are seeing the actual environment that they're going to experience when they get there. So um, that's something that we want to see happen with this church, is that there's more photography on their website so that users and guests that are checking out the church have a great experience when they get there. They know what to expect, and there's no surprises, or very little surprises once they get there. So when, when in the other part of this uh, conversation about having a strong brand in place is that there needs to be a consistent experience on the campus itself. So when you go from the parking lots and you head into the auditorium and sit down and take a look at the screens, all the visual components should have a certain feel to it. So the fonts should be the same. Your signs should have a font that's similar to the font that's being used on the screen. The colors you're using on uh, murals in the lobby or maybe parking lot signs should be the same. The colors you're using on the screens in the auditorium should be relatively the same. I mean, there's room for creativity, but the experience should be very consistent. Um, Wherever you go on the campus, it needs to have a very consistent feel. The kids' areas and the adult areas should have a consistency to it. The kids' areas can be fun and playful and vibrant, in in um in how they're presented and how their rooms are are uh decorred. but at the same time it should have a, a very consistent feel to the rest of the facility if it's excellence or if it's just fun or playfulness or maybe a relaxed kind of a coffee house culture that should run through that theme should happen throughout the experience of somebody coming on the campus So those are a few things that we learned as we visited this campus, and um, I had a great time going out there to the San Francisco area. We're in Kansas City, so I flew out there to San Francisco and uh, was able to uh, meet up with everyone, and one of the big things we did was present this new logo to represent their church. So it went really well. The uh, logo process always starts with a very in-depth discussion with the core leadership of of the church to find out what the values are, where they're headed, what's the vision moving forward. And we, we spend a lot of time, maybe two hours or so, just kind of unpacking what this is, what does it look like, so that we have a really good understanding as we design um, which way to go. One of the other things we do before we even design is we find some logos that we like that are just um, in line with the vision of the church. So we'll find logos from any industry, it could be from churches, it could be from shoe companies or hotels or anything we find really. And we'll pull those logos and we'll send it over to the client and have them take a look at them and give us feedback. As they're talking about the logos, what they like, what they don't like, we take notes and we can pull out some key words that they're really um, emphasizing in this conversation. And then from there we can design and we try to design with those keywords in mind and, and the types of logos that they liked and were were gravitating towards. We, we try to design in that vein. It's kind of like when you go to a restaurant, you might know not know exactly what restaurant you want to go to, but you're hungry and you know that you might feel like a certain type of food. Maybe you feel like Mexican food or Chinese food or Italian food. Um, what we want to do in a, as a design agency is learn what type of design is, uh, is, is a good fit for the church. So we'll send over um, z- several different logos and then from, from what the church chooses and gravitate towards, we're able to learn their taste and then um, we can combine it with the target audience and what the target audience is going to respond to to then create a logo that's gonna represent well this church. So once we have this logo, we'll present the design, and if we need to make adjustments, we'll do that as well. So with us, we try to do one logo design, um, present one logo design. We'll actually create several designs, but we try to choose the best one that we feel works the best, and then present that to the church. We feel that that is the best way we can serve the church. So I've been doing graphic design, for over 15 years. So I wanna use all my experience, all my knowledge, and reach into that to present an option that works well for this church. So um, I feel like if I present multiple options, then it's confusing, and I'm not serving the church well because I'm not doing what I'm being hired to do, uh, which is to provide the best solution for this church. So if, the, if that solution doesn't work for some reason, then I can present some of the other designs that we have. But most of the time, it works, and we just need to make a few adjustments to get it locked in. So that was the case with this particular church in San Francisco. We were able to um, present the logo. It was well-received. Um, people were very excited moving forward that this is who they were, and um, it was just a great experience. The logo should represent the why behind the church why does this church exist why does this church need to move forward and be successful in reaching new people um and and what's the what's the cause What what are the values that they have so a logo really should speak to the why of the church and then it should look great and present well and and um, and be put out there in a way that can draw people to the vision of the church my hope is that this case study is helpful to you so that you can then use some of the information that I provided to evaluate your church. So as a branding expert, that's this is what I do. I go out and I take a look at what's going on, and then I give feedback. So hopefully this feedback is able to help you move forward and do something great to make your experience better. So the resource I want to share with you this week is a book called The Advantage by Patrick Lencioni. This is a book about creating a great culture in your organization. It's really, a, it's for businesses, but he talks a lot about churches and other organizations, and the uh, the information in it is very applicable to any church. So um, he makes the argument in this book, uh, the author Patrick makes the argument that a healthy culture is a single greatest thing that a leader can develop within An organization. So it's the thing that makes everything else worth it. It's the thing that makes everything else uh, be effective. So you can put in a lot of incentives and programs and all these different things in place to try to get a great organization built up. But if you just focused on building a healthy culture, then that's gonna get you farthest the fastest. And he gives some very practical insights on how to do this. So one of the things he talks about is how do you hold an effective meeting? What does that look like? So Patrick just breaks this down in a very practical way to say, if you did these things, your meeting will be much more effective, such as, well, have an agenda, have a time limit to it, Sometimes you can have a standing meeting where it might be only 10 or 15 minutes long, but the goal of a standing meeting is not to get too comfortable because we're going to cover a lot of things in a short amount of time. And so he, he unpacks a lot of different techniques that you can use as an organization to build a healthy culture, uh, one, one that celebrates and, and that is very passionate about the work that, that you're doing. And especially in the church world, this is so critical that we get it right. Because our our staff culture, our core leadership culture moves outward into volunteers and then into the guest and they can experience the culture, whether it's good or bad, they'll experience that. So you might as well know what to do to build a great culture so that the experience you provide from week to week is going to be something people want to be a part of. They want to serve, and they want to give, and they just want to be a part of what's going on at your church. So again, the book is called The Advantage by Patrick Lencioni. I want to encourage you to go to our website and uh, take a look at thechurchbrandguide.com. On there, we've got resources. Our, our highlight resources resource this week is a a download that's free, and it's a timeline that we develop for rebranding your church. So this is the timeline I'm using right now with this church that I visited in San Francisco. We're just walking them through this process and knocking things out in order as it is on the timeline. So if you're thinking about our church rebrand, make sure you get that timeline resource from our website, thechurchbrandguide.com. Actually, let me say that again. It's churchbrandguide.com. And then you can go to this week's episode and find that resource so you can download it for free. This week, I'd like to issue a challenge to you. So, after listening to everything so far, uh, I basically have a question What is one thing that you can do in the next week, the next seven days, to create a better guest experience at your church? This week, we talked about several things that create a great experience uh, for guests, such as paint color signage, uh, a cohesive uh, use of fonts, uh, cohesive use of colors on your graphics, um, a great kids environment, uh, cleanliness. So what is something that you can do in the next seven days that's going to create a better guest experience at your church? Thanks again for joining me on the Church Brand Guide podcast. You might have noticed that we've posted every other week. It hasn't been every week like it has been in the past. The reason for that is that we are working much more closely to consult with individual churches and help them create better brands. So we're gonna have a lot richer experience on the podcast as as we give case studies with strategies that we are trying and the results that we are getting. This way you can learn and then apply in your situation. Thanks again for joining me on the Church Brand Guide podcast, and I'll see you next time.